ain't a podcast that's flyer. You are now tuned in to Direct Misfire. Benson, you and Selick, tell everyone to tune in. Let's roll the dice, let me show you what we do win. A fantasy war game, play it smart and you win. What you know about the crystal pen and the retribution? Hero, hero, giants and knights galore. It's an adventure, this is Kings of War. Let's go. G'day champs and welcome once again to another Direct Misfire Missive. I'm your host Benson and joining me today as always is Selick. Hello. As well as Andrew. Hello. As we finalise our wish listing for the upcoming Clash of Kings update. Before the book actually comes out, that feels good. So pull up a seat, grab a drink and let's get into it. Okay, we've uh, stuck to our guns. We've done the good, we've done the neutral. Now we're actually going to finish off <laughs> with the bad armies. Or the good guys, depending on your point of view. Excited? Come on now. They're bad. They're misunderstood. Go Team Evil. Yeah, that's it. Misunderstood. Go go Team Evil. Not a moment too soon. There's starting to be whispers of the official actual Clash of Kings updates rolling around the internet. So, we we better get this recorded and out so that everyone can hear what we think should have been in there. Let's get into it. Like I said... Well, starting off with my original first army, the Adissal Dwarfs, the naughty, naughty dwarfs. They're misunderstood dwarfs, these guys. No, I think they're pretty <laughs> out there with what they want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, let's, let's get this out of the way. What do you think? Yeah, sweet. So this one here was a little bit of a challenge for me, actually, because the Abyssal Dwarf list isn't that bad, uh, per Mm. se. Um, But when I sort of started to break down of what I actually think needs a little bit of a buff or a little bit of love, the Dragon Fire team came up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just a little bit of a, a bump in the distance on the flame, similar to what the Dwarves got. So it's just that movement four plus the 12 inches for the shooting just really limits them while they're a war machine. So they're like making them very vulnerable to any sort of individual that can charge out and just take them off in a turn. So I think getting that 14 inch range with maybe a five or a 10% point increase would be fine and start to bring them back into a bit more of a versatility role. Mm. I don't even know if you'd need to give them a points bump. Do we see them that often anyway? Just I think they're a couple still pretty inches. good. They're, yeah, they're yeah. good. They're still pretty good. Like they're not bad. As I said, it's a bit of a struggle to pick them. But I think if mm. you can give them that extra two inch range and tax them for it, I think yeah, I think that'll be good. Maybe mm-hmm. it's getting too close to Christmas for me, and I'm just being Santa Claus, wanting to give everyone <laughs> presents. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what do you reckon then, Andrew? Well, I had a bit of a boring one that to give the ordered march on the dwarves like Ugh. right but okay nah, that's too boring too boring i have a bone to pick with decimators the upgrade this mobile katsuchan yeah it's rubbish whatever, right <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible absolute rubbish it's terrible and one use only so if it's one use only please explain to me why it needs to be reloaded uh semantics i mean yeah 20 <laughs> points for this one use only that you can't move and shoot yeah I reckon we get rid of reload. So you can walk up in your first turn, just waddle up at speed four, shoot off your rocket, and then maybe by second turn, you're in range of their blunderbusses, which are only 12-inch range. So my my interesting buff, not just a boring old ordered march, is to mm-hmm. that the decimator upgrade loses reload. I like it. Mm. Any uh, decrease, increase in points? Oh, I'll leave that to the clever folks at the rules committee to, oh, to do. I don't, don't think it should yeah. be worth any points. I mean, you have to stand and shoot and you get one. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not great, is it? You know, 
Yeah. It's not not even good. <laughs> well, that's 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 a good pick. I'm going to go with the classic, the Abyssal Grotesque Champion. Just give him inspiring as a character. Make it inspire abominations. Or I suppose that doesn't work. Just yeah, give him work. inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Because at the moment Fair. it doesn't feel like much to take over the half read champ, other than the unit strength, because the other guy has an extra attack mm. and uh, is individual. Other than he's a scoring unit, right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. he's slower. If you gave him inspiring, would you ever take the abyssal half breed champion? Then yeah, he's faster and hits hard. Yeah, and the yeah. individuals, yeah. the, the three hundred and sixty pivot charge something's great. Mm-hmm. They have their place. But no, three decent choices there. Like next up for us is the Empire of Dust, the Skellies Yogi. in the Sand. Keeping with the sand, I actually mm-hmm. picked the Sandborn Wim Riders or Worm Riders, as you'd say. Worm Riders. Mm. Um, so these guys here, I think they just need Thunder One with a once again a little five temp pointer increase just because they're so slow at seven inches and without mm. items they don't particularly hit hard as it as it stands and i think if you can just give them that innate thunder one to go with it at least then it sort of makes up for their slow speed and they'll actually be able to get in i don't know but seven's not really can. slow it's not slow to, to but my eyes for- and it's got 24 attacks on the horde mm-hmm. but i i don't know uh, like i mean as soon as you see this unit it's very very easy for a, a, a player, any sort of player, to actually like shut it down before it can hit you. So at least that's still going to remain, but now that sort of emphasizes that you have to do it because it will actually come down hard and actually convert wounds where previously it, it wouldn't really. It does have a lot of attacks, doesn't hit well, didn't have uh, much sort of thunder crushing. So that's what I would do. Yeah, mm. I don't hate it. Benson hates it. Benson hates it. So we got one yes, one maybe, one. But what did you pick then? Well, sort of in line with the other things, I think the bloody the chariots should get rampage on like rampage D three on the troop D six on the horde slash legion. Give them some Mm. oomph, make them seem like chariots because that's what they should do. Yeah, that's nice and easy. Yeah, nothing else needs to change. Just give them that little flavor of rampage. What do you think about um, which chariots gives that like stealthy when they move? Is that the ogres? The ogre ogres? ones. Boomer chariots. Yeah. Yeah, is, is there one that, like, when that moves at the double, it gets stealthy or something? Uh, not to my memory. Well, I think Empire of Dust should get that rule. I'm just chucking <laughs> a, an extra 1.5 in here. Makes sense, right? Stirring up the dust. You reckon dust. The, the shambling chariots should <laughs> well, add the double? <laughs> oh, God. How bad is this flu? <laughs> Please ignore my last 30 seconds. <laughs> And what about yourself, Andrew? I reckon the Bone Giant can choose either a club or a cleaver upgrade, like all the other giants, to get Slayer or Rampage. The difference between this guy, though, is that he's a monster, not a titan. Mm -hmm. But look, it's confused me. It says Bone Giant, (laughs) you know? How can I He's got a little giant bone? I don't know. That's probably (laughs) misinterpreted. (laughs) Changing his story to MA15+. Yeah, maybe he gets moved up to a titan. Gets yeah. uh, upgraded. So, you just turn it into an actual giant. Well, you can't call it a giant if it's not a giant. Why not? Sure yeah. you can. It, maybe it's like a semi-giant, a pseudo-giant. Bone, <laughs> really tall fellow. Large skeleton. That's what he is at the moment. Large oh, skeleton. Okay. Well, that's kind of miserable. 
Mm. But I, I agree. Something needs to be looked at there. Somebody can do that. I don't think it'll be us. I'm, I feel no. like our, our Empire of Dust contribution is fairly poor so far. With Pete's. It sort of feels like on the same level as a gore blight from the undead list. Yeah. Am I wrong? What height is it? Height three? Height five. What? This is a big dude. It's just a tall guy. Gorblight's 175, D6 plus six attacks, also a monster. But only height three. Yeah. So this is just a really tall skelly. Yeah. Yeah. A height five skeleton. Yeah, that's pretty giant. Maybe he can have like a- He can't be height five. That's why he's giant. That's that's the, the keyword for you. <sighs> I don't know. It's Maybe fine. Maybe his, his club or cleaver only gives you plus D3, not D6. Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense because he's not as big or small yeah. footprint at least. I think we've got to change his name. I, d- I don't like that he's called a <laughs> So All right, so changing your answer. <laughs> yep, so sorry, Worm Riders. <laughs> Take it out. <laughs> name change. Name change the Bone Giant. Yeah, it would just get a, a name to Sandborn Bone Giant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sandborn basketball player. Tall guy. Mm. All right, sorry, Empire of Dust players. Let's move on to the next one, the Forces of the Abyss. Okay, let me take lead on this one. So, I think they need a war engine chariot that sort of is more like a support role, because at the moment, all those keywords do nothing. I would mm. like something that sort of interacts with the keywords of the units. Okay. Okay. It's something yep, I actually like have, that. It'll be cool. Yeah. Like yeah, my, my suggestion was similar in that this Abyssal Harbringer, I know he's just a fairly generic Harbinger. flag guy. Harbinger. Harbinger, I'm sorry. Threw an extra R in there just for for flavour. Harbinger sounds great. Mm. Bring the Harbinger. What's he bringing? (laughs) Well, I don't know what a Harbinger is either. Um, (laughs) He he should give some sort of aura. I'm thinking maybe like Vicious for infantry. But yeah, something to do with keywords and getting a bit of a, a buff there. Harbinger, a person or thing that announces or signals the approach of another. No, oh, so he really is a flag guy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Does Harbringer mean gives lots of auras? <laughs> is a comedian a Harbringer? It's a groan bringer from you. <laughs> oh, fair, fair. Uh, I'm going to quickly segue into Cronius. What's wrong with oh, Cronius? Yeah. Well, it's pretty good as it is. Yeah. I, <laughs> How would you buff him? I don't like what they did to him. Poor old Crone boy. I'm pretty sure that the Cronius change was the uh, straw on the camel's back that made Spoon leave. It wasn't the snake eyes. No, not the. Uh, he he was the very, multitude of snake eyes. He was <laughs> he was devastated about Cronius. So I just think that it's too much of a support character now, and I think in the Abyssal list at the moment they've got a lot of options for support. Uh, so I think just by bumping the attacks up to d6 plus eight instead of d6 plus six it'll help to give this guy a little bit more of a a role and a purpose to include him in there also the model's pretty cool and i think that if you just gave him a little bit more love inside this space um it would just work a lot better so cronius to get an extra two attacks effectively is melee three already in that temporal ruptures Mm -hmm. i mean if you're not sure what it is it's like whenever it does deals damage in melee you can remove a point of damage from a core unit that's within six of the cronies, mm-hmm. so you can up to three, so you can heal three off something else every time it's fighting. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to do that damage with seven to twelve attacks hitting on threes, crush three, surely. Yeah. So you just want it to be more of a combat monster. Oh, only at that point he's not a monster. Come on, mate. You're talking about D six plus eight hitting on threes. Like it's going to hurt. With but... cloak of death and temporal ruptures. Yep. I just want him to be better. <laughs> 
Okay, you can. Uh, I guess this is a wish listing episode. Mm. You're allowed to have wishes, even if they're not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wrong answers, but that one came close. That's, that's not a wrong answer. You guys are wrong. But that's fine. I accept. <laughs> Speaking of wrong, goblins. Oh. But they're so right. So, Bensom, you've played goblins religiously yep. for like the last 44 years. Yeah. What have you chosen that needs a buff? You probably know them better than anyone in Australia. Minces. Bump them up to speed six instead of speed five. That's the killer for that unit. It's like in the regiment, the mob, they're so unwieldy, like, because they're not nimble. So you can move five and pivot and that's it. <laughs> White the double <laughs> and that's it. And it's very easy to get around. Six sort of brings them up to that usable level. They can start to charge things without being charged and they can move a little bit faster than they're on foot brethren and then if you give them an item to increase that speed to seven then you're starting to talk a bit bit more sense but yeah at the moment five is quite slow especially for something on wheels and it's got an engine mm. it's my thoughts otherwise the goblin i think the goblin is pretty good yeah it's <laughs> it's hard to find something to buff and i agree mm. from thematic reasons that they should be speed six what's your thematic reason right. andrew well because they got wheels and an engine <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty that's clear. A, that's an engineering <laughs> reason. That's not thematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Why? That would be very good at speed six. I think they'll just, I think they'll just be good. Mm. I, I think they'll be that very good. Five, mm. at the moment, it, it's sort of like a poor choice when you've got... I mean, the, the Goblinist has got a lot of stuff that you can choose. Mm. And at the moment, you think, oh, this thing just doesn't get into combat very often or just dies... Because Does it have wild charge naturally? No. Mm, I think maybe wild charge on it might be better than just a flat stat line. So anything to increase its speed because it's, yeah, mm. five is not good. Because I, I do agree. I tend to just run around it, right? When I play play you a lot and play others with it. It's very easy it's, to outrun it. I'm just yeah. like, oh, God, I can't charge into it face on because it will like counter charge me and kill me. But at the same time, I can just sort of dance around it until I force a flank charge or a rear charge on it to take it off. So, yeah, I think wild charge would be a little bit tricky to deal with. They're not cheap. I mean, 160 for mm. Fearless 14. And, I mean, I've sort of got a little bit of work out of them by putting Nimble on the um, the troop because it's only like 10 points or whatever. Mm. Mm. It's a good choice. But even then, at speed 10, being able to move 10 and then pivot, like it's still yeah. easy to to get around just because things outcharge it. Hmm. Yeah, if you take away its one weakness, though. Whoa. It's it's still... <laughs> it's not great. Speed 6 is... It's yeah. just a bit better. It makes it usable. Hmm. Uh, fair, fair enough. Yep. Hmm. What did you go, Andrew? I reckon Goblin Slasher. How is that thing Ooh. not brutal? Because you know? <laughs> it's delicate. It looks, looks mean. looks tough. It is tough. I'd, I'd expect it to be brutal. So I want it to be brutal. Yeah, you think it would be like the giant's brutal. It's only fifteen points more. Mm. I was even, I was thinking, you know, you could give it like brutal D three, whatever, go crazy. <laughs> that'd be Just really good. It, that'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> be too good. <laughs> if we're worried about speed six minces, wait till you hear about D three brutal goblin <laughs> slashes. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it could be a real centerpiece of a goblin army. The last thing I want to do is buff the sort of trash plus million shots list. Mm. Mm. So when you do come up against a slasher, mm. do you ever fear it? Like as in, mm. do you look at it across the board and go, oh, damn, I've really got to take that out. Like that threat. I think I, I definitely think that I have to take it out, but- I guess it, it doesn't scare you though. It doesn't scare me. Mm. There's, there, uh, lots of, there's lots of stuff in armies that you, you need to take out. Ten attacks on threes with crush two. That's, that's its combat bite. 
which is like, it's not going to take regiment out. Mm. No. And I think that's the thing for me. It's always like, I'll force its charge. And it does have a, a decent charge range compared to the rest of things in the gobbo list that can actually hurt you. Mm. But you generally can just put it there and go, all right, well, if you want to charge out by yourself, sure. And, and more times than not, they won't. And then by that stage, you get the charge on them. And then you can sort of wrap it up. It charges in. It hurts a unit, potentially cripples a, a smaller unit, but you always get to attack back against it. It just doesn't mm. quite have enough punch for the giant big T-Rex for mm. me. Mm. Like, what was their bite crush pressure was something ridiculous based on their jaw structures and things like that, and that's only crushing two. Come on now. Yeah, fair point. Somebody needs to go back and do some number crunching on those poor boys. But <laughs> They probably have, and this is what they come up with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the but problem. They've crunched too many numbers. Too many numbers. Um, I didn't go with those guys, though. I went with the Fleabag Chariots. Um, so <sighs> right. I have tried to make these guys work for two different mates in their armies, uh, just purely because I love the speed of them. I love the thought process. and Yeah, speed's um, great. Speed's great. But I think we'll go back to, I think, Benson, you mentioned it. All chariots need a scaling rampage. Mm. Um, so D3, D6, D6 plus X for these when they're not hindered. Mm -hmm. And because currently they just don't put out enough threat at range, like with their bows. Yeah, uh, bows and they hit us. Yep, they hit as hard as like that poor carrot in the back of my fridge in combat. Um, <laughs> and if you do get them in combat and they will almost always not be able to kill whatever they're hitting, uh, they just die in that yep. next round of combat because they've got low death, low nerve. And thunderous charge and you take that away, what are they just flapping around with melee for and that's it? Yeah. And you, you just end up with this giant cumbersome unit that you never take to your next game because mm. they just never make it back on the list. So like... 2024 needs to be the year of the chariots, I think. Mm. It's chariot time. Let's make chariots great again. <laughs> so I was also thinking about like uh, taking a troop and trying to do something with the troop for 120 points, but you could just take a king on chariot, who is better, yeah. just straight out better for yep. very similar points, 130. And, and inspires, still is unit strength one, puts Higher out nerve. more damage. Rain right. shots are better. Yep. It's got crushing. Yeah, there's <laughs> literally no way that the goblin chariots are better. No. It's mm. Like, mm. Yeah. Poor fellas. Yep. So, All right. Make yep. goblins great. Still continued. <laughs> and let's move on to the... Uh, these guys have just had updates. The Night Stalkers. I'm getting Why? in there before you guys. Drop the Terror's Nerve. <laughs> At least their waiver limit. That's a You want to nerf them? Yes. Yeah. They deserve a nerf. They've got too many good toys. I thought we were only doing buffs. Nah, this is how we roll now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrors are great against goblins. Why have they only got 18-19? Make them 17-19 at the minimum. Strange, yeah. isn't it? Especially with Regen 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, I, I was still on the buff train. You can do that. It's up to you. After going through the lifts about 20 times, I was like, uh, Selick, just pick one. <laughs> uh, so my random pick ended on Horror Riftweaver. Horror Riftweaver. Horror Riftweaver. <laughs> so as I said, it was probably the second hardest army to choose from across these. It's mm -hmm. obviously spoilt for choice in this list. Mm. But I went with the Riftweaver primarily because it just doesn't stack up that well against the rest of the lift now. Lift? List? Lift, lift, lift. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These cold and flu tablets are kicking in. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, low nerve, low death. It can easily get tests put on it on turn one and it will shut it down. 
well, the rest of the game if if you if you do. I think it's like eleven thirteen or something from memory. It is. Yeah. It's like one hundred and ten points, height two, mm-hmm. and stealthy. So you mm-hmm. you can hide it pretty easily, and then yep. in turns four and five because of the dread it sort of has that support role but and then start smacking things with d6 plus six hitting on threes crush mm. i yep. think it's okay it, it is okay um i just think when you're going to pick that and then have a look at your other options you're like ah well i'll just pick something better is it just the nerve or would you like after defense to maybe four i think either or i'd probably go defense on this guy to be honest just Bump him up to four, give him a little bit more survivability against, say, a lightning bolt, which is exactly what I'd target it with. I mean, he's, he's got spell mm. ward. Mm, true. I see where you're coming from, though. Yeah. I definitely agree they need something, because they were my choice as well. Oh. What I, were your um, reasonings? I, I, I didn't go for anything, just a, a stat upgrade. I went for something a, a bit crazy. Oh, they boy. get, like, a, an upgrade where they can use the Cloak of Death for just one turn. So they get into right. position and then... Say, you know, this turn I'm going to close to death. Okay. <laughs> everyone takes a damage. And then they die because they're defense three and 11, 13, just yeah. like Selig said. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's a great list. I struggled to find something to buff. So Very good. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fair point. All right, Benson, twist your arm. You have to buff something in this list. What's it going to be and why is it the terror? Uh, <laughs> why? Why? No. Uh, I was actually thinking the horror rift breakers for free for, for all the same reasons because I haven't checked the other ones to see what need buffs. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're good. Then you, they don't need anything else. Let's nerf them. Let's move on to orcs. <laughs> Everyone's favourite. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's about it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I went through the poor orcs. So does everyone else. And I went and said, all right, we're going to buff a new unit, uh, which is exactly what they need. They don't need any other buffs because actually the synergy within the list isn't too bad. Mm. It's the fact that they have nothing else to use that can actually hurt. So in the end, you just end up with waves and waves of orcs that will eventually die. My thought process to, to Ronnie and the Mantic team is that Orcs need some variety instead of these cheap disposable points uh, and get some flavor back. My proposal is going to be Orcs in mech suits. Like, so, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, so they're going to come in as large infantry. We're going to have the pretty standard sort of large infantry stat line. So threes to hit in this case. Uh, crushing strength 2, def 5, 18 attacks. But we're going to give them the option to equip a shooting weapon to but reduce their crushing strength back to 1. And it's going to be a free upgrade. And I can just see partially exposed orcs in mech suits that's clunky as that they're just trudging across the uh, battlefield there. I reckon they would need to have another detriment ability, sort of like Grony Snark. Like when you go to move them, roll it. Die if you roll a one, everyone within six takes damage, or they take damage more so. Like a bit, one of the bolts falls out or something. Mm. <laughs> yep, I, I don't mind yeah. that clunky, clunky thing. You'd have to make sure that they're speed six if you're going to give them that though, so that they can sort of bring it back. But I think that's sort of what they need, and I think it would be a great visual as well having these sort of clunky mech suit to orcs coming across. And I think then you have a look at the rest of the army. And you're like, actually, now these hordes can actually have a bit of a backbone against something else um, that's coming through here mm. um, with Crushing Strength 2 and, and things like that. So, Considering they've got an armada fleet, which has some wacky contraptions, drills and mm-hmm. saws and whatnot, it's not 
out of law for them to be able to do that, which is why I've suggested maybe they actually get a proper war machine because like their mm-hmm. boats have cannons. Why can't they have a cannon on wheels? Yeah, yeah. Let's give them a cannon. <laughs> give them I some, love the, some sort of ranged fire some, rather than skulks. Poor old skulks. Mm. I love the, the the boat with the big drill on the front. I, if you can mm. somehow war engine that. Well, that's giant isn't that a mincer? Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's what, right. <laughs> I don't know. They've got fight wagons and stuff like that, so they know what they're doing, and it, it doesn't have to be like super technical, sort of like the ratkin sort of craziness that goes mm. on over there. I'm talking like low key clunky hydraulics uh, that doesn't work very well, but just gives them that little bit of punch. No, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, they've got a hammer fist boat. Why don't they make like power fists? Smaller versions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, G Dub. <laughs> Alright Andrew, what did you say? I just leaned fully into the war drums and hordes of dudes Aesthetic I'm going to buff war drums I know that's okay. crazy because they're just so integral Everyone to the, takes them the whole list <laughs> All the time anyway yep. Yeah. Yep. I want to give war drums fireball What? Uh, kind okay. of, I, I know, I know Kind of a low, low number fireball But it's got that tribal magic rule that increases its potency with more ore cords around. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that the war drums can fireball off any chaff so we can get to the real business of a horde of orcs smashing a horde of whatever. There's no chaff getting in the way. This is orc on bad guy action. Do you know where I thought you were going to go? I thought you were going to go down with like different tunes, sort of like how the... Oh, uh, play different music. Yeah, sort of like the halfling dude can like make different concoctions and get a different result. So That's maybe the war drums do like a different beat. Also a great idea. Can I have two <laughs> buff suggestions and one of them can be that? I'll allow it. <laughs> one is death metal, one is jazz, one is orchestral. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely all about this. Get rid of that fireball rubbish. Could, could you imagine, like, what's the major weakness as it is with orcs, right? Variety. <laughs> well, that's the biggest weakness of the list design. But when you're playing orcs, what is their biggest weakness? Being able to tell what things are. Are these axe? Are these great axe? Are these long axe? Okay. More I'll axe answer my own question. Axe? <laughs> it's, it's speed, right? They just, they're always out, outsped by every other opponent. So what if they're, one of their drum beats is plus one movement? Ooh, that's juicy. Mm. That feels like an auto take. Yeah, it is, which is why we shouldn't probably do it. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. What's next? I don't know. Ratkin? Next? Ratkin. Yeah, Raddy. Ratkin. Ratty. I'll go first. Please do. I reckon scurriers need a buff. Oh. Oh, I was going to ninja you, but you've already said that, and that's what they are. <laughs> oh, I wanted to go first because I knew that there would be some some buffs from all three of us coming for scurriers, and I wanted to get in first. Yeah. I'm, I reckon they can get the that Fellblades melee attack that the Twilight, Twilight King Assassin gets. Mm-hmm. That when you do damage, it essentially applies weakness to the enemy. So you okay. can oh, look. I could probably have a points drop as well while we're at it because let's be honest, they're pretty crap. <laughs> Maybe they they have plague pots for a turn to get in into combat, and then when they do some damage, you, you know you've put weakness on them on your opponent as well. Mm. Oh, honestly, I still don't think it makes them any good. But no, with plague pots, they're so expensive. Yeah, maybe plague pots are free on them, or who knows? Mm. So yeah. I pick scurriers as well. I think we've all picked scurriers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just now it's a po- case of how do we make them better? <laughs> yeah, I just put a, a stat plus two attacks. Okay, I don't think that's enough. Since we're all talking about the same mm-hmm. unit, I think. They should get nimble and stealthy and give them the option to add duelist. Okay. 
because yeah. Skrillis doesn't work because it's a big unit. How are you supposed to get them into mm. an individual or happen once in a blue moon? Yeah. And they're supposed to be sneaky, so give them bloody stealthy and make them nimble because they're, you know, nimble. <laughs> so Makes why sense. Not? Like, reckon, almost like skirmishy. Yeah. I reckon if we gave them all of the three buffs that we've all mentioned, they might still be untackable. Yeah, it's a massive price tag for the damage output that it's currently got. And it's low defense and its ability to just die to that carrot in my fridge that I was talking about. So, um, yeah, I was just literally going two more attacks. It's got a little bit of movement and like stealthy. It might be helpful at a range, like to give it a ranged sort of output. But yeah, that, that's yeah. it's struggle street, right? Yeah. They're so bad. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> otherwise, the rest of the list is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the scurries are just that bad it's hard to see what other problems there could be because like oh compared to scurries it's not that bad yeah, yeah. anyway let's go on to the next rat flavored list oh. the ratkin slaves all right let me start off and propose something how about because the the list is pretty thin there's not much to it i would like to sort of lean down the um the theme and lore of this by mm-hmm. perhaps introducing another unique hero that synergizes with the slave keyword, not just your slave masters and the other guy who kills slaves, yeah. but also maybe grant more rally to those characters and then reducing the, the nerve of the slaves. So it's putting more emphasis on having those characters nearby to whip, literally whip the uh, army into shape. And when their masters aren't there, then there's more susceptible to buggering off. Hmm. Mm. Is rallies limited to two though, isn't it? But you can always up it. Like, that's that's yeah. what we're saying. Yeah, These guys right. will have like rally three or four. But again, reduce the overall nerve of the other things who aren't in the range of the whips. Hmm. Does that so? Would it be equal, or your your Better when you're in range, but worse when you're out of range of the, That's right. of the rally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because that, I think, in my mind, that just fits the theme perfectly. Hmm. Hmm. I don't see why a slave army would keep fighting when their masters are no longer present. Oh, yeah. As soon as the backs turn, they're out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True that. Okay. Ratkin slaves. What they need is better slaves. So, this one here was a pretty tough one. And I think they probably need probably a unit or five uh, to actually get them back into this one but uh let's go with the slave warriors here and i think that they need a a little bit of an option like a scout at a paid cost maybe five points and uh, the thought process here is that they've been ordered to mine under the actual ground and they pop up at a certain point just to help them out with a little bit of that at speed and help them to get where they need to go in the objective game Hmm. just it needs something or else they're just vanilla and why would you take them when there's better options all right i've got i've got i've got the best idea here okay okay i'm proposing an upgrade to tunnel runners and hear me out here Uh, uh, right yep you know how everyone uses the veermin those wheel models yeah so i can just imagine them getting an upgrade that gives you nimble and they're like Rolling around corners, burning rubber, you know. So, and their upgrade is called the Skid Marks of Panathor. Okay. <laughs> no, right. that's what, what, what is that's, this doing? That's the joke. Uh. Oh. Well, I think they can have nimble, but the um, there's been some commentary by some other Australian Kings of War personalities that the Ratkin slaves are not particularly appreciated and are the Skid Marks of Panathor, so... There you go. Jokes uh, okay. aren't quite right. as well, funny when go. you have to explain them, but um, yeah, no. you mention them. There you <laughs> That's go. <right. laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Mm. As we were going through 
these all the armies. I often thought, how would you how would you describe in rules mining under the ground and and popping up? And scouts a good option for that. And I, mm. but I wanted something that was I don't know more fancy, more complicated. And maybe that's not really what we're after in Kings of War. But yeah, I feel like something, some sort of popping up out of the ground. If you could, if you could. Mm. Describe that in rules. That'd be cool. Like if you had like a character or something who is like marking where these guys are going to pop out from, and then say within six inches of this unit, place this mining unit at the start of the shooting phase, so you can't charge with them when they come out. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. So you, you sort of know where similar. they're supposed to come out because you've got like a, a radius of six inch from a character. Yeah. It, it really does go against the complexity of kings, though. That would be the only sort of... Yeah, that's it's a very not that big of a deal, is it? <laughs> uh, what, what's simple for us may not be simple for others. Mm. Yeah, because I've thought exactly the same thing. Sort of like the raise the dead, I think, would be a great addition to the undead armies. But um, mm, yeah, yeah, just that um, more and more complexity that people seem to hate. So fair Some enough, people fair seem enough. to hate. Some people's. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay, speaking of raising the dead... The Undead is the next on the list. I think you missed Rift Forge Orcs. Poor Rifties. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, <really> done <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, raising the dead, Rift Forge Orcs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to go Gore Riders. Uh, so, these guys here... I, <laughs> Let's I'm going to surprise you guys. You <laughs> so, what did I say? This is the second time we've recorded this bit, uh, but... I just think their nerve in this list doesn't have the rally to support it. So I think just bumping their nerve up to 14, 16 and give them a, a rename is what I would do to the Rift Forge Orcs. It's a lot quicker this time. Yeah, that was very yeah. concise. Nice work. Yeah, the nerve does seem a bit low for Gore Riders because like the Abysseldorf have slave orc Gore Riders that are the same. Like, why are they use the same nerve as ones that have been enslaved? I don't know. Mm, don't know. Yeah. Mm. It's a mystery. What did you guys pick? I reckon... I, I, I wish we had more of this Storm Strike. It's only on Heroes. So, I want to give it to Reborn Legionnaires. Or Legion, Legionaries? Whatever. The Reborn Infantry guys. They've only got 12 attacks, so... I don't feel like it'd break the army to give them something a bit fun and flavorful. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to give them Storm Strike. You could maybe put it on the Rift Forge Legionnaires as well. They mm-hmm. maybe have to pay pay for it. Maybe the Reborn ones need to pay for it as well. Leave leave it up to our trusty rules committee for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's my yeah. buff. All right. I'm giving Skulks melee four. Skulks? They're bloody orcs. They should hit like orcs. Why are these melee five? They got crushing one. What's the point? <laughs> like, this is like one of the very few ranged units and like they hit poorly in shooting and in melee. Let's be honest, that, that whole unit is just an absolute potato. Yeah. It, it doesn't unlock. It yeah. doesn't hit anything when it shoots. It doesn't hit anything when it hits in combat and it's got defense three. The only thing that's going for it is it's got unit strength. You can, you can pay points to give them Pathfinder and melee four. <laughs> Just give them melee four to begin with. Yeah. Pay Do- points to increase it to melee three in Pathfinder. Now we're talking. Yeah. And it's still mm. even then. It's <laughs> they're just okay. <laughs> yeah. It needs needs something. Yep. Yeah. I think Skulk's <laughs> in the Orc list as well. It's same situation. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now we're gonna raise the dead once more and speak about the dead list. <laughs> we got there eventually. Yeah. Actually, it's Twilight Kin, isn't it? Oh, surely we're are not we, doing Twilight we Kin. They only the, just popped no. out. <laughs> they, need, yeah, they just came out of the void. So many upgrades. No, nah, we're skipping them. All right. 
you got an army, okay? Like, that's that's enough. <laughs> I think they've already got all of their Clash buffs built in to their list. Yeah. Can we just talk for a second? The difference between Riftforge Orcs, which were released as this brand new army not that long ago, compared yeah. to Twilight Kin. Twilight Kin just feels so much more complete, you know? They've got all this mm. nuance and interaction. It feels like more work's gone into them, surely. Yeah. and Do you think that it's because it was a passion project for a certain Mantic person? Possibly. But it's also, they've been out of the game for ages. I just think Mantic's lifted their game. I think they've just realised mm. that Riftforge Orcs, they're fine, but they're not like, wow, Mantic's just released Riftforge Orcs, whoa. Mm. I think that's a, an issue of the, them being sort of tied in with just Orcs and no one's really excited about Orcs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The three Orc players are just like devastated right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I totally agree. Um the Twilight Kin range and the painting that they've gone in, they've actually like spent a bit more time, I think, to really roll that out. And it looks absolutely fantastic. One of my favorite online painters has actually done some commission work for them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, really loving what that is. And I can't wait to play against them, to be honest, mm. and take them off the table and just say, yeah, you knew I was crap. <laughs> <laughs> what a I cool release. The whole release, you know, the, even the hype yeah, beforehand, the, the bits of lore that were coming out, it's... I was really pumped. I still am well pumped. Well done I think, all round, yeah. Is it release day today that we're recording? So, yeah, it mm. shouldn't be too far away to seeing seeing some of them on the table. Be great. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Sorry, diverted the conversation there. Let's get back to Undead. <laughs> Mummies, get out of there. What? You belong in en- Empire of Dust, not Undead. <laughs> Again, Benson, buffs. Come on, oh, focus. <laughs> this is Undead we're talking about. I what agree, but buffs. <laughs> and you're talking to two people that play Undead, so yeah. choose your words very wisely. No, like buggies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give Lycanus an extra attack. There you go. I don't mind that. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes. Good. Lycanus is a good already. They can def- definitely have an extra attack. I won't say no to that. I'm or is it the, the, the werewolves that people don't like? They don't like both. And I don't know yeah. why. Okay. So, they're actually not too bad. But speed nine. <laughs> I mean, on paper it looks okay, but I never see them. The biggest buff you can give to werewolves is a nerf to whites so that people stop <laughs> just taking whites yeah. all the time. And I'm guilty yeah. of this as well. Whites are, whites are so good that they just shine over uh, a lot of the other hammer units like that. Mm. Mm. But buffs, concentrate. Buffs. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'm going to give ghouls. The Ferocious Charge new rule, so that's the new rule that Shadowhounds in Nightstalkers get, where you get an extra one to hit on the charge, um, but it can't be used with Pathfinder or Strider. So, that'll mean that they're hitting on threes on the charge, and in combination maybe with a Ghoul Ghast, you've got- the Ghoul Ghast can give a Thunderous Charge aura. So, the problem with Ghouls is that, at the moment, they don't actually- punch mm. all that well in a list that has heaps of options that punch as well and they're terrible chaff because they waver in a list full of great chaff that is fearless and they're not a good cheap unlock because zombies exist so they're in a bit of a why would you ever take them spot if you combine ghoul ghast a little bit of a buff a couple of ghoul regiments you can make them kind of glass cannons that i don't think would be overpowered because they're still only speed six Albeit with, with wild, wild charge, charge. D3. They're the mm. fastest infantry that the undead have, mm. which yep. is quite fast. So I agree with about yep. 95% of what you said. I, th- okay. I think they are actually pretty good chaff. I think they're good. So they're the on- one of the only units that can move at the double in that entire list mm-hmm. at speed six. So they're moving 12. So so I think they're a handy option in the troop. And I don't see the, the waiver 
low nerve thing as a massive issue, but everything else I, I totally agree. The issue that it has in this list is that zombies are so good for the price point yeah. to get just to get a regiment instead. Yeah. So you get more unit strength, you get a similar role, it's just slower. And then at that point, wavering matters, right? So yeah, I agree with that. But I didn't select that. I went with the Lich King. Okay. The King of Lich. Uh, so when I have a look at the Lich King stat line, it actually isn't bad, right? So it's got inspiring. It flies. It's got speed def- seven flies. Yeah, mm. it's great. Defense mm. seventeen, fearless fourteen. Like this thing is is pretty great. The issue comes in being valuable into the list that needs upgrades. And as soon as you, you start surge ten for free, that's oh. a pretty hefty surge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want that, mate, just get a necromancer. Yep. So just just let the adults talk here because we know I'm dead. <laughs> so by the time you've gotten them up to a useful state, let's just say that it will chuck on Bane and Drain Life. That's 215 points. And yeah. at which point you just go, well, for an extra 15 points, I can just pick up uh, the old faceless Morgoth and you're going to get very inspiring dread. You can move 14 and cast... You get plus one drain life, and of course, you get mo- uh, mind fog as well. But uh, the other time is you look at that point investment, and you just go, "Wow, that's a lot of points for an individual," and you just end up going back to two necromancers for cheaper, and just give one of them the inspiring talisman, and happy days. So I don't know. It's in a, a you price yourself out of this unit a lot. Uh, you either compare it to Morgoth when you start making it helpful. Or you go back to necromancers to get more cost efficiency. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. They're in a bit of a weird role, like because they are a spellcaster and they're solid in defense and all that mm. jazz. And I guess the speed seven fly helps them get around to cast spells. But like you don't sort of want them in combat because then they can't cast spells and they're not fighting back. No. So I guess they're just a necromancer that lasts an extra turn in combat. Yeah. For a hundred <laughs> points more. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a they're in a weird spot. Like they're just you want my I'm not sure you want my crazy thought here. I do. And it's not just it's not just the Lich King. A lot of these really expensive spellcasters, I, I feel, struggle to make it into lists. I'm going to throw something out here. Go on. You can cast the same number of spells per turn as your spellcaster level. Because mm. if you're paying an extra thirty points for Bane Chant and thirty points for Drain Life, I don't know, maybe. Maybe casting those three spells a turn isn't isn't too crazy. Maybe it is. <laughs> That'll make them really good then. Yeah, I think you'd have to. That's like a, a new addition change. Yeah, true. Because you'd have to go through what twenty seven thousand armies that we've got in Kings of War and actually go. All right, what spells and what level is everyone? What does yeah. that do with the synergy of this list? Um, Someone would definitely and, break it. Yeah, and why is it always ogres? <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, because because you imagine what's that ogre one where he heals uh, and oh. bane chances they get vicious or something. So like I mean, he's just going to yeah. go pew, 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 pew. Oh, that yeah. I haven't thought this through well enough, have I? <laughs> I, no, I actually Ogres really are... like the idea, yeah. but I think it is. It's something that would need to be processed very heavily uh, through our RC. Mm. Yep, that's fair. All right, moving on. We've got one more. Very, very lucky, lucky last Varinga. Varinga. Now, these guys just recently got an upgrade as well. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. But I got a bone to pick with this upgrade, and I'm going to go first with my suggestion. There's only two units that can apply Frozen in combat, I'm pretty sure. The the two monsters. So, 
the the Reavers who have their Tundra Fighters rule really struggle to uh, engage that rule. So my buff is going to be that the Cursed Sun gets some some rule that means he applies Frozen in combat so that it can let the Reaper, Reavers use their Tundra Fighter rule. What do we think? Yeah, that's not yeah. too bad. That seems fine. It's Congrats. still fairly niche. Hmm. But yeah. it's not going to upset anyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that at all. I actually found this, out of all of these armies and all of these three episodes, I found this was the hardest to pick. Mm. Yeah. Because this list is fantastic. <laughs> like, I mean, I know that there's been a lot of complaints about the snow trolls. So I was like, all right, let's have a look nah, at snow trolls. Right. And I'm like... What's wrong with snow trolls? 18 attacks, hitting on fours. Okay, yeah, that's, that's ordinary. Crush two. Oh, that's good. Regen. Oh, that's good. Vicious. Oh, that's great. Wild charge one, so it outcharges everyone. And 15, 18. They're the best trolls in the game. I was like, oh, for 220 points. Wouldn't mind that. Uh, yeah. So, no. Oh, in the end, a bit of a lucky dip, and I went with the Night Raiders. Uh, so, I think these guys just should be made into melee three and obviously adjust their points for it. And this was a, a pretty big stretch to find a unit that actually needed one. Uh, but I think if you give them melee three, it might actually help them out and see the table a bit more. I thought they saw the table... All right, because they're the only ranged unit. I mean, they got Stealthy and Pathfinder, and they still hit all right. Melee 4, ranged 4, with piercing oh, yeah. 1 on the throwing no, axes. They, they hit all right. They're not just, expensive either. No, I just think no, they, they do die to a stiff breeze, even with their Stealthy. But, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, give them Melee 3, give them, give them something else. I just don't really like Varanger armies hitting on 4 pluses for these elite sort of night raiding people. I thought, three plus, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're allowed to want things. I'm going to suggest a new unit. How about you give them a frost dragon that can't be ridden? So they've got a frost giant, give them a frost dragon. Sort of like, uh, or maybe it's like similar to the, the Brother Mark suggestion, give them more units the ability to fall under one of the faces of Korgan, because there's a couple on under there mm. in the list already that can do it, but sort of spread the love and make it a bit yeah. more thematic in that way. Yeah, like the Mounted Suns, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You'd have to balance it bet- somewhere between the Lord on Frostfang and Lord on Chimera, you know, because they've already got mm. that kind of dragon-type unit in the Lord on Chimera. Mm. Well, could, it would just be, could. yeah, just be a, a, a monster, not a titan, that sort of level. 170 points similar to maybe a um, Beast of Nature with wings. Mm. Yeah, Gordrake in the Twilight game. Gordrake, mm. yeah. that, that would work as well. Mm-hmm. So, can we talk about the Lord on Chimera? Like, that guy is fantastic for 300 points. Yeah, that's yeah he's great. They, uh, they appear fairly why regularly. Does, we don't want what? too many of them because it's 300 points. Like, what? Why does it have elite? Because it's 300 points. You were just <laughs> you were just saying that these guys are elite night raiders. This is an elite lord on Chimera. Of course he's got elite. So what about the lord on Frostfang? Why isn't he elite? <laughs> I don't think we need to be buffing Guess him. Guess the Frostfang isn't as good as a Chimera. My God. Because <laughs> it's 120 points difference, that's why. In typical theme. Like, is that a typo? Like, what's going on there? Like, <laughs> nah. And it's very inspiring. Like, I don't know. I don't. Like, I mean, I'm just thinking the, the elf dragon. Like that's that is a better elf dragon for cheaper. Hmm. Yeah. Well, All I right. can't dispute that. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the elf one and we'll adjust it. All right. Yeah. We, we don't get a, we don't get to buff let's elves a second time, Sally. Re-record oh, the, the episode. Sure. All right. I think we're done. That's it. Do we have a, an ETO when the book's coming out yet? Over the next 
like month and a bit, I think. It's sometime Ooh. early November. Well, yeah. hopefully we can get some spoilery goodness and perhaps leak a couple of changes that might be coming in that we can expect. Yep, we'll get the Rat Kim to go lure some information out of Mantic for us. <laughs> yeah, I think Hugh is available, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Um, yeah, what else have we got coming up, though? We've got Masters coming up next month. It's just a couple of weeks, isn't it? A couple of weeks. It feels like months, but it's it's next month. Almost <laughs> three weeks. Uh, I have not even picked an army yet. Well, you better get onto it. Uh, so, Andrew. Andrew has got an invite mm-hmm. and accepted. Yep. I have an, uh, an invite and accepted for the first yep. time accepting. And, Benson, you're going to come up and we're going to try and live stream it as well. Yeah, I didn't play a third tournament this year, so I wouldn't be eligible to, to uh, get a new life. But I will be there cheering people on and showing people, hopefully, the games and wearing my voice out for two days. Excellent. So, yeah, it's going to be a pretty full-on November, I think. New book, Masters, mm-hmm. and obviously kicking off the new tournament season down in Australia as well. Hmm. Yeah, it's exciting. Exciting to it. Kings of War times here. You may not hear from us until the actual Masters itself. If you're jumping on for the stream, we'll put po- uh, links up as long as we can get it working, because these fellas have to prepare. I don't think we're going to have time to record until then. But after that, I reckon we'll have plenty of stuff and maybe even those uh, secrets, the leaks. <laughs> mm. I'm not, so I'm not sure. Yeah, we. Might uh, sneak in one quick one with the leaks. See uh, and let, let's be honest, I'm not sure that Andrew and I are going to be preparing anything. So Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I supposed to be preparing something? My preparation is undead or elves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only have one army, so I'm done. I'm ready. Let's go. Yay. <laughs> I've already had the New South Wales people contact me through an external person going, so uh, what, are you, what are you thinking about taking, Sally? Is it the undead? You're taking the undead? <laughs> And I was like, what? I don't know. He's like, oh, I was just asking for some other people. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's, oh, the strategy's already started. Come on, fellas. I mean, I don't think anyone attending Masters has got to be <laughs> worried about you selling so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All, All right, right. We'll, we'll see you guys. <laughs> Tune into the stream for more trash talk like that. Holy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty good. It's fair. Right. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed these three episodes. Mm. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Take care. See you. Thank you for tuning in with my team. Make sure you follow on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, indeed, more than a game. It's a lifestyle. Yes, sir. Hope you realize that the math hammer doesn't work. <laughs> we give the people what they desire. Australian war gaming podcast, direct misfire. You don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, we got plenty more. If you're ready, let's go. Stay tuned. That's for sure. Hey. We, we really do just talk crap.